listening to Bringing Grace to the Nations podcast, where we talk about your theological questions. BGN podcast is produced every Saturday for your enjoyment. Get more information on our website, grace-nation.com. Also, follow us on Twitter at GraceNationMin and on Facebook. Now, here is your host, President of Grace Nation Ministries, Victor. Yo, 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 what is up, guys, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Bringing Grace to the Nations podcast. I am your host, Victor, and I am so excited for today's episode. Before I even get into the topic, before I even dive into what we're going to be doing this this day, this beautiful, beautiful Friday night, even though it's not Friday night for you, unless you're listening to it for a week from today, then it would be Friday. Sorry. Anyways, I'm going to catch, I'm going to tell you guys a little story, a little narrative to uh for just for you guys to enjoy so sit back relax grab your popcorn and enjoy so i normally record my podcasts on wednesday that's my scheduled day to record the podcasts it gives me enough days before saturday to properly edit to make sure everything's in order put everything together to then produce a quality product on saturday which is the day that the podcast normally goes live. But, to my surprise, Friday morning, I wake up today, I wake up and my computer had gone through an update. So Friday's the day I normally uh, edit and get everything in order. And so I wake up Friday and I'm ready I'm ready to go, I'm ready to edit, my computer had gone through an update. So I look at my computer and it's like, everything seems normal and I'm like, oh no, I need to open GarageBand. I hope it didn't close out. And, you know, my computer had to restart. And so GarageBand was closed out on my computer. Opening up my audio file with Tyler and the podcast. It's gone. Cannot be recovered. It is It is gone. And so I have the joy of re-recording a beautiful episode on Friday evening. It's going to be a completely different topic. Uh, hopefully it'll be a little bit shorter because the one that I had recorded with Tyler was just so long. It was out, It was probably an hour and 15, hour and 20 minutes long. I'm going to take a drink of water. Don't judge. It was probably a good hour and a half long, but it was a really quality episode. So hopefully Tyler and I will get around to re-recording that specific episode in a little bit here in the coming days. But... I um, am recording a completely different topic, a completely different podcast today, and I'm, I'm excited. today. So the topic we're going to be discussing today, I am excited. So I actually even recorded a version of this podcast this morning, and I didn't like some of the wording I used, so I was convicted to come back and re-record it. So this is three times this week that I have needed to record this podcast, however... It, God is sovereign, you know, he, he, he knows what's going on, he knows what he wants me to produce, and he knows uh, when I step out of line, so maybe I did something, who knows, you know, maybe I, I need to uh, fix, I need to fix uh, some, some of my wording and some of my things, so that is what I'm coming here to do. So today's topic is something that was kind of sparked by a little Facebook conversation I had, and if, if you guys know me uh, personally, or if, if you don't, uh, I'll give you a little insight on, onto my character. I, I am a person to get involved in Facebook conversations. I'm very, I'm very active on social media. I have stepped overboard every once in a while. However, when I do comment and when I do 
uh, kind of talk about things on Facebook, I, I'm very conscious of what I'm saying, who I'm saying it to, what the purpose is. And so I figure that I've gotten a lot better in my discernment. And it was actually through a Facebook conversation I was having with someone that I felt led to make this podcast on this particular topic. And I was just having a Facebook conversation where I was I was discussing, you know, one side of an argument and I was conversing with someone who was, you know, holding the other side. And I noticed that it was something that they said to me. And it was something very simple. It was like, you're being too nitpicky in your theology. And I was like, wow, that's an interesting thought. And so it kind of, it kind of started a process in me. And so I kind of stopped the, the conversation there on Facebook. And I started thinking through, well, are we supposed to be nitpicky? And my, the, I came to the conclusion that nitpicky is the wrong word. So we're not going to be using that word. Nitpicky has a very negative denotation or connotation to it. Um, I think it, I think it, it leaves for a little bit of confusion and kind of causes some, some unneeded conflict. So I'm not going to be using the word nitpicky. However, it was, that word was what started my process of thinking on this. I'm going to use the uh, term guarded discernment. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about what that means in a little bit. But it was basically, the, the conversation was that I was being too nitpicky in my theology. And I think we need to understand that we are called not to be nitpicky. Nitpicky does have a negative you know, denotation. It, it, um, I feel like it attacks more than it defends, right? And so we're not going to be using that word. But I'm going to use guarded discernment in replacement of that word for a few reasons. The first of which being... I think it's more accurate to what we are, uh, to what we're called to do biblically. I think we are called to have a guarded discernment on, on the theology that we're taught, and I'll talk a little bit more about that in a little bit. Um, I think it has a more positive denotation. I think being guarded and, and discernment are two very, uh, they might be religious words, but I, I also think they're accurate words. And I, I think we are obviously called to be discerning. However, we need to guard ourselves with that discernment, right? We need to pray and ask God for that discernment. And so those are a few reasons why I'm just using the term guarded discernment for, uh, for my conversation. And so I think, there are, I think there are three key areas where we need to practice guarded discernment. And I think in a lot of ways, we've kind of, we've kind of lost our guarded discernment in these three areas. And the first one is in the teaching of the gospel, so basically, I mean, it's, it's very simple to understand and, and to talk about. Being guarded and, and having this level of discernment when you are being taught the gospel or when you're teaching the gospel basically means that you are teaching the gospel of the Bible, the, the gospel that the apostles wrote to us through the Holy Spirit because of Jesus' death on the cross. That is the gospel that we need to be focused on, that we need to be sharing, that we need to be living out, that we need to be portraying in love, right? So we need to make sure that we are holding to that gospel. And if we hear a gospel, a gospel contrary to that gospel, if, if we are taught something that is contrary to that gospel, I think it's I want to say it's in Galatians where it talks about like if even an angel from heaven comes to you and teaches another gospel that's contrary to the one that you've been taught, then you need to disregard it. And I'm going to, hold on, I'm going to mute my mic. Okay, I might cut that part out. 
just so you know. But we are called to be discerning, right? And we're called to preach and teach an accurate gospel. It's in Galatians where it talks about, you know, if an angel came from heaven and taught us a different gospel that we need to throw, like, we, that we can't take it, right? That, that gospel's trash compared to the one that we have been giving through the Holy Scriptures. We need to have this guarded discernment when it comes to reading, teaching, and being taught the gospel. If you are in a conversation and someone teaches you a gospel that's contrary to what is brought to you in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and portrayed all throughout the New Testament, then it's obvious that we need to say, well, no, this, this isn't the gospel of the Bible. And I think in the church and as Christians, we've kind of lost this guarded discernment and we've kind of just accepted whatever kind of teaching is popular, especially in our culture at the time. So whatever pastor's trending, whatever passage or sermon is popular on the podcast app, we kind of will just listen to it and take it as truth. A true example is Joel Olstein. He preaches a gospel that is contrary to, the, to what we read in the Bible. He preaches a health and wealth gospel as contrary. It is heresy. Yet people will just listen to him. And since it's popular in our culture, we just kind of take it and believe it. And it's like, whatever. It's because we've lost this guarded discernment over what we are being taught and what we are feeding ourselves. And so I think we need to definitely be asking, you know, like we definitely need to be asking and praying that, that God would restore to us our, our faithful and biblical discernment over what he wants us to learn. I think we've lost our desire for good discernment. I mean, you read in James where it talks about, you know, ask for wisdom and, and the one who gives it plentifully, it, 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 he will give it, right? He's abounding in wisdom. He's, he will give it freely, right? And so I think we've kind of lost this desire for wisdom. We've lost this desire for discernment, and it's, it's not in our prayers. We're not asking God for it, and, and therefore we're just losing it. Like, we just don't have it. We're trying to discern for ourselves. We're trying to be wise for ourselves, and I think it's causing a lot of misrepresentation and a lot of miscommunication when it comes to the gospel, which the gospel's crucial to Christianity. The gospel is Christianity. You mess up the gospel, you are no longer a Christian. And so uh, you, you're no longer teaching Christianity. I won't say you're no longer a Christian. That, that sounds weird. You are eternally saved, sealed, you're a Christian. But when you start preaching a gospel that's contrary to what's been given to us in scripture, you're no longer teaching the basic fundamentals of our faith. And people that are listening to you, the people that are learning from you, and the people who are believing what you're saying or that teacher's saying is believing a false Christianity when you are teaching a false gospel. And so that's, that would be the first way. We need, to be, we need to practice this guarded discernment when it comes to preaching, teaching, listening to the gospel. Um... So I guess that, that kind of takes me to our second thing. We need to have this level of guarded discernment when it comes to the songs that we sing in church. When it comes to our time of worship, we need to have a guarded discernment, and here's why. Church is a time where the body of believers within that specific geographical location come together as a family and, and praise Jesus for who he is and what he's done. We sing praises, we sing, we sing songs of adoration, and we thank Jesus for everything that he has done. It is a time for, to exalt Jesus. 
right? That is, that is the sole purpose of our time of worship is to exalt Jesus. And what I've noticed in Christianity and that it seeped into our churches is not Christ exalting songs, but man exalting songs. And it's because we've lost this guarded discernment. And so, for example, a church, and this is something that's been very popular on our podcast channel, on just the conversations that we've had in the past, and it's just something that's been a popular topic to talk about. And you've heard me say it before, if you're familiar with the podcast, if a, a church just puts up lyrics to a, to a song and they just expect the congregation to kind of blindly sing them willy-nilly. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, sing whatever you want. Who cares? Like, it doesn't, like, I'm just trusting the church that they're going to have the right lyrics on the board, so I'm just going to sing them, and, you know, subsequently I'll believe whatever it says theologically. And unfortunately, there are a lot of songs on the popular stage that churches are playing that are man-exalting and not and not Christ-exalting. And it's, it's horrible. It's, it's completely contrary to what the time of, of worship is supposed to be. Uh, for example, I'll, I know you want to reference you know, my podcast on Reckless Love. Go ahead. You want to reference uh, the podcast that I have on heresy and our worship. Go ahead. That's not what this podcast is about. But it's evident that we have allowed our lack of discernment to influence the way that we handle our time of worship. And I think that goes for church leaders. I think that goes for pastors. And definitely it goes for church members. I think as a church member, which is probably predominantly the audience that I am uh, reaching through this podcast, I think as a, as a church uh, member, you need to be actively discerning the, the words that you are singing to our Heavenly Father. And if the words are incorrect or man centered and not christ-centered then i think you should stop singing those songs like because it you're those are your prayers to jesus that's your communion with jesus in and in those songs we are joyfully telling god that we're more important than him and that's completely counterproductive and counter christianity right and so i think we definitely need to be asking god to provide us with this discernment so that when these songs do come on that we are able to read the lyrics to know what they're saying, and if they're true gospel-centered, Christ-exalting lyrics, that we would be able to deeply send those praises to, to God, and that we would be able to really hone in our time of worship to show God that we are truly in, in a state of just adoration and praise and worship, and that we love Him so much. However, if a song comes on, and it's clear that that the words are just man-centered. Like, if we're giving God permission to do something, then it's man-centered because we're assuming that we're better than God. Like, Holy Spirit, for example. Uh, like, Holy Spirit, you're welcome here. Well, no, duh, he's welcome here. It's his freaking universe. Sorry, I got, I got a little pumped up. But it's, it's clear, right? And so I think we need, to be, we need to be definitely more aware and more discerning when it comes to the songs that we sing in church. I, I definitely think that has been a huge problem within Christianity over the past, over, at least in the 20th and the 21st century. Uh, I, I definitely think it's been, it's been prevalent. Uh, and, and lastly, it will kind of transition me into my third point. And... We need to be, this might be the one that's most popular, 
with people that, that are really guarded in their discernment here, I think in this instance, people do take it a little bit too far and people are overly nitpicky. And that is being guard, having this guarded discernment when it comes to the preaching of God's word. So when, when people are, when, when your pastor's preaching, I think people oftentimes are too nitpicky. I think they will, you know, that old person in the back, that Southern Baptist will have his notepad out and he will just, he will tick off every time the pastor messes up, every time the pastor misspeaks, every stutter, every miscommunication, everything. And, and that's wrong. That's not what I'm telling you to do. That is overly nitpicky. However, I think that as Christian, especially as church members, we have lost this guarded discernment of being aware of what our pastor's teaching us, especially when it becomes a pattern. And here's what I mean. If, if your pastor's exegeting scripture or, or preaching on a topic and says something that is contrary to what the Bible clearly states, then I think that's a, it's a red flag. And we've kind of lost this discernment probably because we don't really know what the Bible says. And so we can't really tell when the pastor has said something or misspoken or has said something contrary to scripture. We just blindly accept it. So I think it starts with us becoming more knowledgeable in the scriptures. But once we do that, we definitely need to be, be realizing that the pastor could be saying some things that are contrary to God's word. And, and we're called to test the spirits, right? First John talks about how we are called to test the spirits. And we read in Proverbs or Psalms that iron sharpens iron, right? And so I don't see any problem with a church member seeing a tendency in a pastor teaching something that has, uh, that has reoccurred multiple times where you approach your pastor and saying, hey, I think you've said this a few times. I just would love for you to expound on what you mean because I'm a little confused about what scripture says and and go to him and you can lovingly ask for a uh for a explanation on what has been being taught and i think that's i think that's the healthy way that a church member should approach the pastor i think it's completely unhealthy for a church member to tick off everything the pastor did wrong or that you know things that the pastor did that just i didn't like and submit that note to the pastor every week of just a list of complaints, I think that's totally wrong. I think as a healthy church member, we should uh, pray, like we should we should say, hey, like thank you for being so faithful to God's word. Like we should give him encouragement and, and show him our appreciation and our thanks. However, if we notice something that has begun to kind of seep into the teaching that might be contrary to scripture, it is our job to bring it to him in a loving way and just genuinely ask for clarification because it could simply be that you're mishearing something that you don't, that you just didn't hear the entire context that there, there could very well be a miscommunication. However, we need to be practicing this guarded discernment when it comes to the preaching and teaching of God's holy scriptures, because his scriptures are authoritative and no man's words trump what God has said in the, in the uh, Gospels and, and what Christ has said in Scripture. I have just received I have just received a text and now I'm done with the text. Sorry, I got distracted. But yeah, and I think I think those three things we need to definitely be practicing a, a level of guarded discernment. And I think I think once we get that, 
Once we can practice guarded discernment when it comes to the gospel, our worship, and the preaching and teaching of God's word, I think we will start to see quite a shift within our churches. I think we'll see a shift in the disposition of our church members. I think we'll see an increase in in, uh, theological knowledge of our church members. I think we'll see an increase in the Bible fluency of our church members. It will overall be a good thing. And we read that we are called to be filled with the Spirit. We're called to have a discerning spirit. And if we ask anything in God's name, according to his will, he will give it to us. And we know for certain that it is within God's will for us to have a discerning spirit and a wise spirit. And so ask him, pray, ask God for a wise and discerning spirit. Why not? It will, uh, he will give it to you. Seriously, he will. I promise. The Bible says it. But that's what I have for you guys. That's, that's kind of what's been on my heart. That's what's been uh, prevalent in my life for the past few weeks. And so I just wanted to share it with you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know it was just me ranting for a little bit. I'm still getting used to this whole like podcast by myself. Like I don't have a co-host type thing. So I'm still getting used to that. Uh, but hopefully, you know, there will, there will definitely be podcasts with co-hosts and with people. However, this week I just, I just had to go solo. Next week, we have an amazing podcast with The Bible Project. Yes, The Bible Project. I am so excited for this episode. So make sure you guys stay tuned for that next Saturday. As long as everything goes well with our scheduling, we are super excited about that. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Reach out to me. Email me on Facebook. You can't email on Facebook. Message me on Facebook. Email me at gracenationministries at yahoo.com. Hit me up. I am so excited to hear from you guys. You guys are beautiful and you are one of a kind. I love you all. Until next time, take care and God bless. And that's the show. Thanks for listening. The BGN podcast comes out every week. Questions? Email us at gracenationministries at yahoo.com or tweet us at Grace Nation Min. Until next time, take care and God bless.